From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Again, in case you missed it, the news, Joel Embiid, who I guess did go out right after. That is what our... According to Jeff Parlay. That is what all of our... Yes, that is... I've gotten four responses now. So... All people saying he left the game after he got bonked. Left the game with 350 left last night with the Sixers up 32 points. I mean, again, you could ask, what are you doing in a game? Yes. Regardless. I think we could... I think we could easily ask Doc what are you Rivers, doing in the game. Yeah. Was he doing it in the game kind of thing? But uh, fractured, uh, fractured are we saying? Or we're, what do we know about it? Orbital bone, out. No timetable currently for the return of Joel Embiid? Yeah, no timetable. The team's confirming that, though. Team is confirming it. So the team is confirming it, which is the big thing, because we weren't hearing it from anybody else. But Shams was the first one with that Shams Terrania. And so that obviously sent the uh, the Heat Sixers series price into a spiral and then taken off the board. Yeah. Uh, we had just done a segment about it where the Heat were minus 170. Yeah, right orbital fracture. Right. And mild concussion. Now, I, I mean, I mean we, nev- we never played doctor here, but, you know, we've seen guys. Matt still- is a physician. Uh, yeah, I've been to zero minutes of medical school. What would you like to know? <laughs> we've seen guys throw on the mask before for noses and, and you know, issues with the with around the eyes. So who knows if that's an option? He's definitely going to have to clear concussion protocols, though. I, I did tell you to quit drinking Red Bull heavies last night, though. So I, I did play a doctor at least a little bit. He Cheers, got another but- Red Bull heavy over there, this guy. Mm. Are you? Those are so smooth. Oh man! So that is that is the news of the night, and that is the uh, hopefully got in anybody making bets there. Uh, 
no quarterbacks, guys, besides Kenny Pickett. This is uh, this is a thing. I mean, to, again, the highlight, the the headlines of this draft: five defensive players picked at the start of the draft. First time that's happened since 1991. The wide receivers and that that whole narrative that we were talking about and the changing economic structure of the NFL. That's been the whole, you know, story of the draft. As it turns out, we called that one right. Thirteen wideouts already drafted, and we're still in the second round of this draft. Six in the first 18 picks, seven now in the second round. And the other thing is these quarterbacks. One quarterback drafted. Everybody else still out there. Matt, I'm going to be honest with you. They're drafting guys now like, you know, let's. I'm going to pick one randomly here. The Saints drafted Elante Taylor from Tennessee, a guy that I've never even heard well, of. We just got We just got the 58th pick was the Falcons, who just took a linebacker from Montana State. Well, there you go. That's what it's gotten to. So they would rather have a linebacker from Montana State than one of these quarterbacks. Let's go to Circus Stadium Swim, our own Stormy Bonatoni, host of uh, My Guys in the Desert. She's been doing a yeoman's work out there. Oh, it's tough outdoors, I'm sure. How you doing, Stormy? Stormy knows all about the linebacker from it's Montana a, State. Yes. Yes. What do you know about Troy Anderson, <laughs> yeah, there we Stormy? Go. It's a, uh, yeah, no, he, I actually do. I can tell you. Now, I didn't realize that was who just came off the board. Troy is far and away the best player on the Montana State Bobcats <laughs> yes. this past season. Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, it is crazy. He didn't have a great national championship performance, but he is a jack-of-all-trades, do-it-all throughout his career. He even played quarterback for a time. Like, this guy's a freak of nature, um, and they absolutely love him. But I was going to say, you guys have no fun on this show, do you? Talk about slamming the Red Bull down. I mean, you guys just... I, I need your job. I need your life. What's happening over there? We take ourselves very seriously, Stormy. I don't know if you know that. We are yeah. professionals. I can, I can tell. We are big professionals. Yeah. I, I <laughs> promised I would ask you about your Niners. The Niners have yet to pick, but they're about to. They are uh, coming yes. up here in a few picks. What, as a Niners fan, uh-oh, she's about to, she has a prop. She's about to put something Hold on. on here. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to hear you in a moment. The pick is almost in. I'm uh-huh. getting prepared. Okay. Just throwing on a baseball cap. Oh, oh there she's it is. prepared to go. It's brand new. It's got she's the sticker still on Headphones it. back yeah. on. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, this is how you know it's legit. It's yeah, got the it's brand new. It's so. got the sticker. So. Um, <laughs> what would you, you can't like? Sit what me next to a table of halves and not let me put one on for my team. Let's go, Niner Nation, raise up. <laughs> what, um, what, do you what want? would I like? What position? What do you want? What would I like? Um, I think that I would like either defensive back or offensive line. Um, a safety, I think, would be a good addition for us. I was just looking up some numbers. Everybody talks about how good the 49ers' defense is and that core and all the pieces that they have. But in the backfield, not so much. Uh, last year ranked sixth worst in the NFL in completion percentage allowed of passes 15 yards or more downfield. And I just I feel like that's a piece that we could really add, especially since there's not necessarily like an a, a guy opposite Jimmy Ward that they've really found as a stalwart guy. So I would like that. Or offensive line, preferably center with all of the unknowns with Alex Mack right now. It's giving me mad 2020 Joe Staley vibes where he waits to announce his retirement until they get Trent Williams. Like maybe they're just going to try to get a piece here in the draft. John Lynch was very, you know, um, noncommittal with regards to what was going to happen with Alex Mack at his availability earlier this week at the draft. And so that's something that I'm definitely thinking about. We could always use offensive line um, and especially the center position with uh, a, a lot of unknowns that are, are quarterback position moving forward as well. Lots of unknowns with the 49ers, but it's all right. We will move on and, you know, one day get to another Super Bowl, I hope. What well, about? What, I don't. I don't hope. You don't hope that? No, I don't. Whoa. Okay, so about, let me just ask you to speculate here because it's all speculation. So Debo wants out. Debo Samuel wants out. Uh, they say, oh, you're too far from home. He's like, no, that's not it. 
Uh, and then the speculation is, oh, well, he just he doesn't want to be running back anymore. And to me, that just sounds like a conversation you have, right? Where you're like, hey, look, I don't want to play running back. And then Kyle Shanahan and crew would be like, uh, okay, we'll lessen your load. Or there's some conversation. But instead, something has happened that I'm thinking we haven't been told. What what do you speculate is is the point of contention here between Debo Samuel and the 49ers? I'm not sure. And I, I don't like speculating. I don't like getting into the weeds on something that I know nothing about. Right. Come but on, Debo speculate. Samuel, come on. I know. I know. But Debo Samuel, we know far and away is the San Francisco 49ers best offensive weapon. And whether you're using him as a receiver or you're lining him up in the backfield, like he's a guy that is a difference maker with the football in his hands. And so you need to do whatever it takes to repair that relationship. Like, I don't care what it is. Figure it out. And, we're, you know, we're not helping ourselves here with OBJ on Twitter saying, I just got the T from Debo. And, like, they're back and forth. Like, stop stop trying to make yourself relevant in a situation that has nothing to do with you, first of all. Please step aside. But we need to get this fixed with San Francisco. Uh, he is critical, especially if you have a quarterback in Trey Lance that you're trying to develop and, and you need somebody who can be your go-to target. Like, Debo has to stay with the 49ers, and you have to make this guy happy. Do whatever it takes. Real quick here, guys. Uh, Nas Reed out tonight for Minnesota. He's about a about a 15, 16 minute night, guys. Kind of spells cat when he's out there. About eight, eight, uh, about eight points, four boards, a block, and an assist per game on the season. So he is out for personal reasons, which may may mean the COVID. I, I don't know, but uh, he is out for personal reasons. Personal reasons. Yes, it just says personal reasons. You went to COVID with that? Isn't, isn't that what they? Isn't that what they start out well, with? Maybe, he's, just, maybe like, he's got some stuff. Isn't that what they normally do? Maybe he's got personal things he's got. Work out. Maybe he's got plans. Yeah, yeah man. You don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming out here, and him and Kayvon are going to the club. Um, Stormy, what was uh, what was the what's been the biggest surprise of the draft to you so far? Other than me going three for three with my picks yesterday, because oh, that's hey, just me, I'll tell you. <laughs> there we go. Uh, a little humble brag right there. No, I did. I was. I didn't do like I didn't go hard on the draft because it was honestly this was my first year ever betting it. So I was a little bit careful, but I was I, I followed a lot of our experts who do dig into the weeds and everybody was pretty dead on. And then the one, two, three exacto went the way that I wanted to. I might have had to reach out to somebody that, uh, you know, is off off of not Las Vegas a little hey, bit in order to get that one in. Neither here nor there. But that worked out, which was great. But other than that, you know, you guys talked about it a good bit. But the fact that. The only quarterback off of the board has been Kenny Pickett, and he goes to the Steelers, who everybody talked about Malik Willis kind of being the bell of the ball with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. So that was a huge surprise to me, as was Cole Strange, UT Chattanooga, getting picked up by the Patriots. Uh, uh, I, I think that Sean McVay's reaction says it all. Like, oh, he's not going to be there at 104. Like, that's, what were we doing prepping for that? So that was definitely one that stood out to me. And, of course, the trades with A.J. Brown and Marquise Brown, those were – I don't. I know. I personally did not see any of that coming. Clearly, neither did Lamar Jackson. But made for an eventful day, especially for somebody like myself that didn't have a team with a pick in the first round. Uh, so there, there were things that made it interesting, made it enjoyable, and made it profitable, as we love here on the network. All right, Stormy, your your Niners are on the clock. They're officially on the clock. Dun dun dun. It's very exciting. Mike right. Willis. What? No, okay. stop it. Just oh my gosh. It. Can you imagine <laughs> everything they traded away? Uh, yeah, Malik Willis. Mm. We need we need a nice one two punch at the quarterback <laughs> position. You like you want Jimmy G to stay? You want you want it to be Jimmy G or Cherry Lance? I I would like Jimmy G to stick around. I, 
I don't know why everybody are like everybody is a massive Jimmy Garoppolo hater, and I understand there were instances and moments where he did cost games. I always look back at that throw down the sideline, Kyle Juszczyk, just wait, like, how do you miss this guy? He's wide open, all alone, things like that. But he was also dealing with injuries, and I know that's a big part of what's been an issue with him, but we need to give Trey Lance, we, like I'm a part of the team, they need to give Trey Lance as much time as possible to grow and develop and flourish, and I think Kyle Shanahan is the perfect head coach to have to do that, but you need to give him a little bit more time. The time that he played at North Dakota State was next to none. And what we saw on the football field from him last year, I mean, you guys know it wasn't anything particularly special or spectacular. So let's give him a little bit more time to learn. Jimmy Garoppolo took the 49ers to a Super Bowl. He took you deep in the postseason yet again. Trust in this guy. The team loves him. Give him a little bit more time, I think. That's what I would like personally. Story very thorough. Great job earlier with Chris Steele and with Kayvon Thibodeau in the first hour. We really appreciate it. And you're uh, you're free for the rest of the night, Stormy. Go do your thing. Thanks, guys. I may or may not have a beverage now. Yes, get now you one. The have goose one for is me loose. And for Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hopefully, I'll see you down here later. But appreciate the time. Keep crushing it. You guys are awesome. Love listening to the coverage today. You too, Stormy. Thank you, Stormy Bonatoni. Everybody, the host of my guys in the dessert. That's in the dessert, in right? The dessert. Um, Was that pronounced the dessert? Matt Miller just got a, a text from NFL source that says either Nicobe Dean has horrible medicals or is a serial killer. I just don't get it. That's that's what I was saying yeah. earlier. I don't understand. Hope it's not the latter. Yeah. Coming back on Vsin's primetime action, we'll get to that Mavericks series price eventually. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Uh, the boys downstairs informing us that uh, tight end going to the Cardinals checked in uh, at first tight end going to the Cardinals 50 to 1. 50 to 1. Cardinals, oh, card, let, me, let me phrase that correctly. Cardinals to draft a tight end with their first pick, 50 to 1. We should, we should also Whew. say there are but three picks left in the second round. Mm-hmm. This quarterback class that, uh, again, I was dead wrong on, but there were a lot of so people. So wrong. A lot of people out there who had. A lot of these guys. Oh, you mean my over three minus one fifteen is still right. it's done? Yeah. I lost that one. Um, <laughs> we still have gotten over oh, two. I, I, I thought <laughs> I got the whole draft. And I'm going to go out on a limb. No. Um, as huh. we close out the round with the Chiefs, Bills, and Broncos, uh, you know Mahomes, Allen, and uh, yeah. Russell Wilson that, that we're probably happen. not going to get one in the second round here. Not- so we will get into the third round in which we have the Jags leading off as well. So the first chance would be pick 66 at the Vikings if the Vikings want to get, you know, the, the heir apparent or whatever to Kirk Cousins. And what this does now is guys we're not even thinking about. So last year, Trask, Bond, and Mills mm-hmm. went bang, bang, bang. 64, 66, 67. We have reached that, that yeah. point now. Yeah. We've reached wow. that point in the draft. Well, we we made fun of uh, the giraffe Davis Mills all year long, but it was uh, I I mean I I read multiple things where 
from scouts and guys reporting to scouts yeah. that he would have been the best quarterback in this draft class. Daniel Jeremiah said that. He had him rated better than any of these quarterbacks in this class. And, you know, I just I was just making fun of myself about my quarterback prop, right? I had the over three minus 115. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. You know, it's still up. Which, which it, begs it, the question, what could you have gotten under three quarterbacks first two rounds? What would that plus money have been? You would think big. Huge. Huge. I mean, at least you didn't lay the juice that me and Matt did, I guess, Whoa, over over two and a half, that's right? Why, that's why I played it how I played it. Uh, We're underway in Minnesota and Memphis, by the way. 49ers. Sixers, Sixers up 29 with 358 left was when he got bonked in the head. So that's, I didn't even, when you first were saying that, it, you know, from reports from Twitter and what Jeff texted, I thought you were saying he left earlier in the game and came back. No, 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 So no. this makes this, this that is criminal. That's what I'm trying to say. This it's, is criminal. That's why it's so egregious. They were up 29 yeah. with 358 left was when he got bonked. Everybody wants to make a big deal about Doc Rivers blowing these 3-1 leads. That is way worse than blowing any 3-1 lead in, in, in his uh, career. That is terrible. So, I mean, I, again, I, I'm, I don't know what you're doing because it's not like getting him MVP votes or anything. Like, I, I don't, you know, yeah, what are you doing? All. Like, what are you doing? Like, all you're doing is giving, your, giving yourself a chance to blow the rest of the season. And that's what you might have just done. That, I mean, is, I, that I, is wild. I, I mean, there's nothing to add. He's just, it's just... Egregious. It's malpractice. I mean, yeah. and we and we have seen that multiple times with other teams. This these playoffs. I well, mean, the three of us have sat there, sat here, and said it a couple well, times. How many times night? have we said they're like, yeah, you want to get those guys out of the game now? Like anytime, anytime now. Remember, Doc Rivers. Go through it once again. The only coach in NBA history to blow three three to one series leads. Um, lost seven of his last eight opportunities to close out a series before last night. 31 losses in the closeout games, already the most by a coach in NBA history. And now the leading coach in the leaves best player in game way too long to have player break his face category. Yeah, Gil, here was actually Doc talking about these 3-1 blown leads the other night. Well, it's easy to use me as an example, uh, but I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me. All right. Um, my Orlando team is the HC. No one gives me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. That was an HC. Go look at the. I want you to go back and look at that roster. I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster, and you would say, what a hell of a coaching job. Really. I mean, um, the Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games and was playing on one leg. Um, and we didn't have home court. And then the last one, to me, is the one we blew. That's the one I said, we blew that. And that was in the bubble. And anything could happen in the bubble. There's no home court. Game seven would have been in L.A., you know. Um, but it just happened. So I would say with me, some of them is we got, I got to do better always. I always take my own responsibility. Uh, and then some of it is circumstances happen. You know, this one, let's win it. And we don't have to talk about it. Well, we're talking about it again, Doc. The best, we're talking about it again. The best part about that was. There was a moment there where I was about to like cozy up to Doc's side when he's like, "Well, the last one, that was that was the one that I, that bothers me. That was my fault." 
Uh, but that one was in the bubble that he threw that yeah, in. And I'm yeah. like, oh, he's back. To Rule number one of leadership in anywhere in life. <laughs> yeah. You cannot say it's on me after going through a laundry list of excuses of why it wasn't on you. Oh, man. He almost had me. Then he went bubble. Then he went bubble on us. Oh, man. End of the clip. I, but, you know, I'm responsible for everything. It's like, well, really? Because you just threw like three teams under the bus. Ooh. There were a couple comic. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to update these last yeah, last few picks here. Uh, the Vikings at 59 took Ed Ingram, a guard from LSU. Uh, at 60, first pick for the Bengals in the draft. They take a oh, no, second pick for them. They take a corner, so they go back to back corners actually. So shoring up that 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 secondary for them. I don't think they really need much on the offensive side. They went super aggressive on offensive line in free agency. We know they're playmakers, and so for them to go back to back corners, I think is probably. Pretty smart for that team. Uh, Drake Jackson, edge rusher from USC, goes to the 49ers. Hopefully, Stormy is is okay with that. Mm -hmm. And um, the Chiefs take Brian Cook, a safety from Cincinnati. Um, and again, so the Chiefs kind of go and they did they did get a wide receiver there in Sky Moore, but there are other picks on the defensive side of the ball. So again, they're they're zigging when other people are zagging. It's like the okay, these other teams load up on offense. We're going to try to bolster our defense, and we're just going to play this chess match with each other. I think is pretty. Pretty good as well. And then the uh, the Bills take James Cook running back out of Georgia with their 63rd pick. Of course, they were the team, the only team that was kind of connected to maybe considering a running back in the first round. That did not come to fruition. So way down at the bottom of the second round with a pick 63, James Cook out of Georgia to Buffalo. We are on to pick 64, our last pick in the second wow. round. Again, one yeah. quarterback and... It is, uh, this is the Broncos, and, and they ain't taking a quarterback. Dalvin Cook's brother, right? Is James? I believe he is. Cousin, son, whatever. I believe so. That's his brother. Um, remember, the Patriots traded traded up to today to draft Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor, the speedster who ran a 4-2-8 at the Combine uh, with the 50th overall pick. And remember, yesterday, towards the end of the first round, uh, the Patriots drafted Cole uh, they drafted Cole Strange from Chattanooga with the 29th overall pick in the draft, a guard from the Chattanooga Mocs. And uh, the camera was on Los Angeles Rams coach Sean McVay when all of this went down. Really, really? Oh, my UT Chattanooga to the first round. Hey, where is how about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104, hey. maybe. <laughs> well, I will tell you, that maniacal laugh yes. there. Scariest laugh ever. That maniacal laugh. I I wouldn't, I don't know if that's going to age well with Belichick at some point. We rewatched that like five times downstairs. <laughs> I was like, his laugh is very scary at the end. Oh, man. The other thing that was uh, comical, uh, the Cowboys uh, drafted Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Uh, they went tackle with the 24th pick in uh, in last uh, night's first round. And uh, the uh, introductory press conference with head coach Mike McCarthy sitting alongside Tyler Smith didn't go exactly as planned. Well, I try to stay away from the media. Definitely, I feel like, you know, everybody has an opinion. It's like, you know, like buttholes. You know, everybody has one. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Mike McCarthy with a very awkward, that was awesome. Because what else is he going to say? What else is he going to say in there? Welcome, Tyler Smith, to the Cowboys fold. 
What do we got at the end of the second Nick round? Nick Benito to the Broncos. Edge rusher there for the Broncos out of Oklahoma. We are now officially through the second round. Into round three, Jaguars are on the clock, or depending on where you're from, Jaguars are That's on the right. clock. Mispronouncing it coast to coast. Jaguars. Boy, that, uh, that over three quarterback prop of mine. Any second now. Yeah, hey, it's still, it was, still it, got a it chance was, to hit. Here's it the thing, though, guys. Did you check draft, the fine right? Yeah, it's full for the whole draft. draft. <laughs> full draft. It's for the whole what draft. What do you mean, first it's round? full draft prop. First it's not just for the I mean, first round. Can you imagine round. if I go to the sportsbook and I'd be like, this is for the full round, right? <laughs> yeah. It's for the full draft. full whole thing. Yeah. That means our, our Titans and Colts to draft quarterbacks it's are still, still alive, too. It's for the whole draft. Yes, everything you lost is still alive. It's all alive. Is that how this works out? Is this? But you make a great point about the uh, the Kellen Mond, Davis Mills flurry. Like, last we didn't year, even think, have you even thought of Kellen Mond? Like, in, right. like yeah. I mean, since he got drafted, we're to that point in the draft now. Well, Kellen Mond was better than these dudes, wasn't he? It to- absolutely. Yeah. Coming back, we'll see. The third round begins. I promise. We'll look at that Mavericks on series price. It's Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live for the South Point. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Don't forget, ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Compete for a share of $5,000 per pool. It's all in the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Memphis up seven on Minnesota. 525 left in the first quarter in Minnesota after an 8-0 run for the Grizzlies. Got some late first pitches here if you want to get in on the Guardians and the A's. Aaron Savali for the Guardians, Frankie Montas for the A's. Montas and the A's, minus 150 favorites, plus 130 on Savali and the Guardians. Six and a half is your total. There, 10-10 Eastern, we have the Tigers and the Dodgers, Alexander and Anderson. The Battle of the Tylers. If you'd like the Alexander version and the Tigers, plus 205. If you want the Tyler version and the Dodgers, minus 255. Eight and a half is your total. 1015 Eastern, the Nationals and the Giants. We've got Aaron Sanchez for the Nationals. Alex Wood for the Giants. Wood and the Giants, minus 235. Home favorites, plus 190 on Sanchez and the Nationals. Seven and a half is your total there. We got... Uh, two puck drops left to come. We've got the Predators and the Coyotes. The Predators are minus 225 road favorites, plus 180 on the Coyotes as home underdogs. And then the Sharks are getting hosted by the Kraken for the last time this season. <laughs> the one for the road. Uh, Kraken. I will not miss that. Minus. Are you, hold on. There's a glitch in the matrix. Minus 135 favorites are the Kraken. That's why I was asking you how much you were going to bet on the Sharks tonight. I mean, come on. Plus 120 
on the Sharks as underdogs. We got, we got to hear you yell all, all the season money, all, all the money I made on the draft goes to their Sharks tonight. There it is. <laughs> you, you all, should, all the money on this. At least a quarter of it you should. Come on. We've had to listen to this cracking screams all, the whole season. You're not going to bet against them in the finish, final game? What are they going to finish the season, this team? This, I don't, this, they got like this 12 team, wins or something. It's amazing that this lasted the entire regular season. This started with their first game, right? Yes. Well, after their first game. Yeah, because exactly. they yeah. lost game, their right. first They lost. And then he was upset with them. He was upset for the next 80 games. And then he, like, weirdly took a week off and just sat at home betting Kraken games all week. Or against right. the Kraken. Didn't though. tell us. Oh, against, against the, the Kraken. Kraken. Oh, okay. Not oh, on the Kraken. I would never bet on the Kraken. Uh, against the Kraken. And made a lot of money on that. Uh, well, they they went on, like, a nine-game losing streak. So so whatever, you, whatever winnings you rolled up then, you should roll over on to the Sharks tonight. All right. Do we know if the Sharks are playing with pool noodles, though? Do we know? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what, what happened. They must first. be. They're plus 120. Matt Brown said pool noodles on this show yeah. or this or this pool noodles commercial there's that a, I've been there's seeing. There's a lot of people on the investigative team on this. Yeah, it's yeah. full-blown investigation. Isaiah fully believes that Matt Brown ripped it off. Well, the thing is, is what else could they play with that would not – that would? It could be that it was an innocent thing where it seeped into your brain. And then you blurted it out, thinking I that mean, you maybe I don't watch commercials. Is the thing I fast forward mm-hmm. through everything. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I caught it for the first time like three nights ago. So mm-hmm. I mean, maybe uh, there was some sort of weird. Matt's been saying it for months. Who's accusing me of this? Von Frinkel is. Oh yeah, he's he. Von he, Frinkel say it to my face, Von Frinkel. <laughs> he is ninety five percent certain. Yeah, that you got yeah. it from the commercial. What is, it's a keyboard warrior when you do it online. He's a headset warrior. <laughs> he's he just he's accusing me of these things through the headsets. He won't say it to my face. Say it to my face, Von Brinkle. Anyway, we're done with the Kraken. No, no more, no more Kraken games uh, well, after tonight. Well, let it rest in peace. We were getting, we were getting angry tweets about this that Matt wasn't going to do one last one tonight. And there it is. You gave the people what they wanted. Crack. Yeah, there, there was one really good one. Hold on, let me pull this up. This was, this was from Rich. Are, are we really not going to get one last crack it outburst of the season, or did I miss it while buying Flex Seal at Auto? <laughs> Flex Seal. Well we, done, Rich. We resemble that remark. <laughs> Flex Seal. We have Flex Seal. Uh, Suns Mavericks. Can we get to that finally? Suns Mavericks series price on this because this is another conference semi that was set last night. Uh, so far, all the top seeds at each conference have gone through. So this is the one four uh, for the conference semis out west. Suns are $3 favorites, minus 300. The Mavericks plus 230 on the series price on the comeback at DraftKings and the series correct scores. The long shot would be the, ooh, how about this? You a little surprised by this? That the Mavericks winning in seven is the long shot? Oh, I guess we don't have Mavericks 4-0 or 4-1 on there. Okay, well, that makes sense. So Mavericks 8-1 winning this in seven is the long shot of the ones we've posted. The short shot would be the Suns and the Gentleman's Sweep. Suns, Gentleman's Sweep is... Plus three hundred, Suns and seven plus three ten, Suns and six plus four hundred, Suns sweep plus five fifty, Mavericks in six, six to one. Yeah. The problem is, is I would be rooting for a re-injury, and I don't want to be rooting for an injury in this because no, it's like it's a hamstring with Booker, which we know those are finicky they as it tweak. is, and certainly at mm-hmm. any given point this thing could could flare up on him. But that's what I'd be rooting for here, and so. I can't go there. If 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 there was going to be no Booker this series, I think I probably would take the Mavs because I think that that point that really does yeah. make this Suns and Mavericks team a lot more a lot closer to even. But um, with Booker being out there again, I betting the Mavericks would just be me rooting for an injury, and I don't want to root for an injury. Yeah, it's uh, uh, 
This is tough. I mean, I've got futures bets on the Mavericks, so I, I think I'll be sitting on the sidelines just rooting those home this series. It is it's going to be a tough matchup for the Mavericks. I mean, this is everything goes through Luka Doncic. I mean, we, we've seen Jalen Brunson, some of these other guys step up for this team this year, but I, if they're going to go any further in the playoffs, it's Luka Doncic at, at as I mean, Matt, Matt and I at least have been you know talking about for the past couple of years. We think he's a top three, top five player in the NBA. I, I firmly do, um, and he's good enough to take a team this far. He's going up against a matchup though that is going to be very, very tough to get the Mavs past. I mean, this team, this Suns team, is just built defensively to slow him down. I, I don't want to say completely stop him, but between Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, what you know, even time that Chris Paul is going to end up you know harassing him a bit. Uh, it's just going to be tough for the Mavericks to get by these guys. But I, I mean, I still expect him to steal a couple games. Did you just say that you and Matt have been saying for you that he should, he'll, Luka will be a top three player in the NBA? Preston, that he is. Preston, that he is. Preston Johnson. You remember what Preston Johnson said? That he believes Luka will be a top three player of all time. I wouldn't doubt it either. I think, I think he's that good. Hmm. I think what's crazy with a guy with a guy like that is when he goes into his like slow motion mode. It's unbelievable. It, and Jokic does it too, right? It's him and Jokic where they do this like slow motion drive to the basket, fade to a jumper. But 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 Jokic, I can see how it works. The Luca thing, every time he does it, I still try to figure out how it works. It, it's amazing. And yeah, it just does. And, and it just, just and it's does. always bucket and a foul. Like somehow, like somehow, he gets fouled going slow motion too. Just dribble here and then <laughs> dribble there and watch this. And then, and yeah. then it goes in. Yeah. Somehow you can. Um, so we started off the third round here. The Jags take Luke Fortner, center out of Kentucky. Your favorite center in the draft, Luke Fortner. Kentucky's yes, had three players sure. go here tonight. Yes, uh, more yeah. Kentucky players and Ohio State players yeah. in the draft to to this point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the the uh, Vikings take Brian Asamoa, linebacker out of Oklahoma. The Giants take Joshua as as uh a Azu. guard yeah. out of North Carolina. And then at 68, the Browns take Martin Emerson, a corner out of Mississippi State. So with that 68th pick, which is where those that run of the three quarterbacks went last year, we have had one quarterback taken in this draft where we had eight taken at this point last year. Okay. One versus eight. Tennessee is now on the clock at 69. This is a quarterback, right? Right? 69? Quarterback? No. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like I am, I am starting to see the, you know, guys that we respect on Twitter being like, okay, there is not this big of a difference between the Desmond Ritters and the Malik Willis's and Kenny Pickett. Oh, no question. No question about that. I think that's for sure. But I mean... Like, like are you, if you're the if you're the Steelers, what are you thinking right now? Like, is it is it one of those situations where it's like, did we went to way too early? <laughs> so, so there it is. Point. Austin Gale of PFF says, per a source for him, during the medicals, Georgia linebacker Nicobe Dean apparently declined surgery on his shoulder at some point and is now a major medical concern slash medical red flag with teams. Oh so, man, well that explains go. that then. That explains that. Minnesota back with a 10-2 run. Make that 13-2 run against Memphis to take a three-point three lead, 29-26 minute left in the first quarter. By the way, in Sham's uh, not nearly most important tweet of the night, uh, Lakers requesting permission to interview Milwaukee Bucks assistant Darvin Ham for their head coaching opening. Ham served as a Lakers assistant from 2011 to 2013. Team starting the next stage of their coaching search. So there you go. Titans take a tackle. Oh, my God. So... No quarterback. 
we're we're on to pick 70, which is what the Jaguars, you, what, and uh, the Jaguars are not going to take quarterback either. What would you so. have made the odds when we stepped in here tonight if I said no quarterback will get selected tonight? What price would you have well, given me on that? None, none going in the second round, I'd have lost a lot of money. Yeah. Because there were so many of those teams that had yeah. those picks lined up in a row. For not one of them to go, I'd have lost a lot of money. I'm I, glad. That I thought my Colts 16-1 to 1 was really live. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought yeah. it was really live. You know what's going to nope. happen because they got two more picks coming up. They're totally going to draft a quarterback now. Just <laughs> we kept saying about that tight about the Titans yeah. though, too. <laughs> That's true. Has not happened. We'll come back wrapping it up on a Friday night from the South Point of Easton's primetime action. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Don't forget, now through July 31st, what a deal we're offering here at uh, VSIN. Take advantage of the VEASAN Spring Special, $59 to get you everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's Daily MLB Best Bets, Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup Playoffs, all through those, and JVT all the way through the NBA Finals. NFL preseason coverage when that arrives, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59. 0.0015 Bitcoin. <laughs> to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com well slash spring. We waited that long to how, get some yeah, Bitcoin. How did that take that long? Yeah. Wow. Anybody wants to pay in cryptocurrency? Yeah. Point zero zero one five Bitcoin. I would like. I would like uh, Top Shot next, please. Here is, by the way, here the draft is so all encompassing that the Kentucky. Like, did you know the Kentucky Derby was next week? Like, did it? No, but like that's how it is every year, right? Like, we're going to start hearing on Tuesday where it's going to be like, "Hey, who do you got in the Kentucky Derby?" And you're oh, like, yeah, "Oh yeah," and I'm going to be like, "Yes." I, here's what's going to happen all week. I'm going to be like, "Listen." Self self conversation, be like, listen, Gil, don't bet on the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> oh. Never win. Why are you bothering? <laughs> and then by Friday, I'm like, cyber knife. <laughs> As usual, I will have two to three yeah. horses just to win yeah. because I know you know. Let's take the five, six, and seven, box them, and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Sorry. Yeah, the, the best. I am down a Maserati lifetime on the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. For sure. I, I got a horse. There's no still. doubt about that. Yeah. I'm not one a dollar betting the betting the Kentucky. The Air. only one I ever got right was American Pharaoh. That was the only one. No, nothing I, else ever. I, I think I've gotten one or two, but they were six plus six, seven plus years ago. The best thing is the same conversation every year with the sports better when they're like, okay, wait, so how much do we win if we win it? And, and you go, <laughs> you don't know. Yet. We don't really know yet. He, and they go, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I, hey, you know what though? That is a good tip for anybody yeah. betting the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. If you are a sports better, yes. which I assume you are listening to us, feel free to bet it at the sports book if you if you have an app or wherever they have the numbers posted because those won't move. Well, I think Vinny told me again today they went back to Paramutual here in Nevada, I believe. They, oh, they, they struck did. a deal four days okay. ago, I believe. So right. yeah. Anyway. Wait, so it's everywhere now? I can't even I can't even hop on William Hill and lock in a, a fifteen to one. It's just gonna paramutual on me. I think. But don't hold me to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just found an article that says "Get to know the horses." <laughs> Here we go. So Here we, we go. like get oh, to know what they what they do for fun, <laughs> what their Twitter Twitter handle is. Do they make TikToks? 
Like, like well, all this stuff. <laughs> the we'll ba- get to know him. The Bears just went wide out. Velas Jones Jr. Finally. So, yeah. Finally. Finally, Velas is off there. Finally, the Bears took a wide receiver, too. I know that they fan give, base. Give Justin Fields some help. Dan Dan Burke. asked Dan Burke about that on Monday. Uh, Epicenter is the name of one of the horses. Mm-hmm. Zandon. Z-A-N-D-O-N. Mm-hmm. White Abario. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, <laughs> Mo Mo Donegal. Sure. Tis the bomb. Uh-huh. Cyberknife. That's my one right there. Crown Pride. Crown Pride. That's Kelly's because Kelly likes the Crown Royal. So Crown Pride. Oh, yeah. He's I'm betting on that, on that horse. Yep, I'm sure, sure that's what it's named after. Tyba. T-A-I-B-A. If anybody, uh, you know. Um, let's see. Well, who else is in this thing? Simplification. Oh, that sounds like an interesting That sounds course. pretty, yeah. Smile Happy. Huh. Is that, that's a feel-good. Like You'd like to, you know. Simplification. That's the name of the horse? Yeah. Classic Causeway. Tawny Port. Barber Road. Un Ojo. <laughs> That other one really offended you, huh? I don't know what that's all Early about. voting. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't I know what that's about. all about. Early voting and Messier. Messier is one of the horses. As in Mark Messier? All right. Yeah, M-E-S-S-I-E-R? Yeah. Right? That's how you spell Mark yeah. Messier's name. Yeah. yeah. Zozos. Summer is Tomorrow. I feel like you've named 42 horses. Well, if you remember, there's, tw- there's, there's 20, 20, 20 horses, 20 horses. Thing. Yeah. Charge It. Happy Jack. And pioneer of Medina. Okay. All right. Okay. I got any of those. I got Kentucky we, Derby fever. Well, we, gotta, I, we gotta get flatter in here. Oh, happy we'll Jack. We'll get flatter on. So we'll we go. have Smile Happy and Happy Jack. Then you want to get flatter on it for she can be like. Meanwhile, in Cyberknife Stable, we'll, we'll get we'll do the usual. We'll try to get Ron live from the Derby. I yeah. can only assume he's at the Derby. And it's and there's no. No Bob Baffert, right? Because he's been he's Bob been like Baffert suspended, banned. right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a thing. Right. So, so thing or not a thing. That's so, a thing. So now we're gonna have a fair race, is what we're gonna have. So now we can't. Yeah. There's no like just pick the Baffert horse and bet on it because that's like a Correct. not a thing. Excellent wait, 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 angle. But is Excellent like, angle, Matt. There we go. But is like is is it just him or is it like is does his assistant step in? Oh, good question. Ooh, you know this what is I mean? stuff we got to find out. Stuff you need to ask off air. Let's ask Cyberknife. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I would expect either of the two of you yeah. to know. Let's that. ask Cyberknife. If only we had someone who knew the answer to that. Excuse me. Yes, yeah, Cyberknife. Cyberknife. Who are you trained by? <laughs> Wait, was that one of the names I missed? Okay. Yeah, Cyberknife's in there. That's, oh, that's, that's an amazing name. That's Bill's yeah, early favorite I, because he loves the When Cyber. I was telling the story, I was like, don't make a bet. Don't make a bet. Cyberknife. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guys thought you were making that up. Now, oh, no, no, no. I know. That sure. is great. I'm going to bet Cyberknife and whatever the Crown Royal one was. Yes. As you should. Simplif- Cyberknife is owned by a conglomerate. Simplification will not leave my brain. I don't however. know if you're against any of that. Like Which one? It, the, it's own, uh, Cyberknife is owned by like a conglomerate as opposed to like a, a person. Oh, so I'm not supposed to bet. Gold on Square it? LLC. Whatever. I mean, I don't. That, that's cool by me. Like that's the only way I'm going to be able to. Win. Wait, did you did you peg me as anti conglomerate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. I thought maybe you were in it for the little guy because you know it's poor people that own these horses. You know, yes. it's not these people that go buy them for a million dollars and then race them. There's one thing I know about that Gillis. He's he hates a conglomerate. Yeah, I would love to own one of these horses one day, but I guarantee you, it's not going to be me outright owning it. So yeah, I 
I'm gonna let me get in on that conglomerate action. I, I'm gonna bet Smile Happy just for his name, but I think he's terrible. I bet you he's from a what jerk. I'm, from what I'm guessing, I should ask you like golf questions, like which is the horse that if they win will induce the most self loathing. <laughs> <laughs> the one that you were like, I knew uh, I should have bet on that horse. Yes. Yeah. Probably that one where I stopped and like said, whatever that means. Tis the bomb is probably going to get some of my money as well, too, because, you know, that's a cool good name. Yeah. This is not the case for like the preakness of the Belmont, though. Like those do not get me to bet. Well, yeah. yeah, because this is what happens. Like you said, you have your self conversation Monday. You're gonna be like, "I'm not betting this," and then by Friday, you're gonna have multiple bets. And then they're all gonna lose, gonna and you're lose. like, "I'm not betting this ever." There's, there's also a remarkable percentage of the horses that I've bet on that within five seconds, you know, they're going to lose. Like it's the horse that gets the horrible break out of the game. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, that's my horse." Oh, great. He gets squeezed out somehow. Yeah. yeah. So it's been about a year since I told. Since I've told my whole my horse story, so I might as well tell it. Oh, again story, story time, everybody! Oh. So, so me and and friend of the network, uh, Dave Farah, we were at a we were out late one great night. Hair. And we Love were Dave. we were having some uh, great hair, having a few few bevies, you know. And uh, so we're like, ah, let's you know let's let's bet. And we look over the sports book, and we see that there's still horses oh, running or something story. like yeah. that. I love so this story. Yeah. We go over, and then there's like, it's, we go over. It's the last race of the night. There's one horse that opens up at 99 to one. And we're just like, okay, let's bet the 99 to one horse. Like no horse can be that bad, you know? Well, it's the last race and it's, since it's paramutual, right? Mm-hmm. So we bet the thing. Well, it's 10 minutes until they post. Everyone, everyone in the country, it's the last race. So everyone's betting this long shot. So this 99 <laughs> to one gets bet down to like 21 to one or oh, something, right? Good. That so, much? So less sexy, oh. but it's the last race in the whole country. Yeah. So everybody's betting in the whatever. So it gets bet down like 21 to 1 anyway. So we're kind of like, well, whatever, 21 to 1. It's not like the end of the world and all stuff like that. So we had no idea. It was one of those like sprints or whatever, right? Like, so oh, yeah. We're the like, race anybody take, can the race takes off and it's just this blur of horses that like goes across the finish line. We're like, well, did we win or did we not win? A full four seconds later, this horse <laughs> comes like limping across <laughs> the finish line. Like, this race was over in, like, nine seconds or whatever. And somehow, this horse, three seconds later, is, like, coming across or whatever. Like, gipping his way across the line. We are like, that was definitely our horse. And sure enough, that was our horse. There's a reason a horse is 99 to 1 in a race where they only take, like, nine steps down the, down the track. And it's because he's way slower than all the other horses. This it was like, awesome. This is like betting Hawaii football after you've had like a losing day and like the starting quarterbacks out. And you don't even know it. You're taking the huge money line. The best part of that story is always Matt's imitation of that horse. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how horses go. It was. He was like, just like, kind of like, like, what's wrong with your was, horse? He man? was just shimmying across. He wasn't even running like a normal horse. He was just kind of like shimmying down the, oh, down the track. Man, that's awesome. Uh don't ever bet a 99 to one in one of those little sprint races. There, there's a reason. This he is slower than all the other ones. That is for sure. Well, we've gone through 73 picks and still just the one quarterback. We hope your draft was hugely profitable. If we had any help in that, man, we love everybody. Ritter to the Falcons as we leave. Really? Yes. Ritter to the Falcons. Quarterback happens. Enjoy. The nightcap is next for Visa, the sports betting network. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.